Good day, happy Tuesday morning. That's the day it is right now, and we are enjoying and pondering on a thought that I had um, and revelation that I've gotten while diving into the Word and just something that's really been on my heart lately and just seeking to be connected more in a disconnected world. And the revelation that I've really gotten is, at the end of the day, sin is what disconnected us from God initially in the garden and all the enemy's trying to do now is disconnect us deeper but and i made this post on instagram that when we are in the present moment we become connected to that moment when we are present with our relationships we strengthen our relationships with people when we seek the presence of god we become connected deeper to god i'm gonna pick these apart piece by piece because when we're in the present moment we become connected to that moment so what does that mean I think if we can get ourselves in these different moments and become connected truly to that moment of just being there now in that place in the presence I uh the photo I posted and the quote I put on the photo was enjoy the present by being present. The present is our time that we're in right now. And if we are present in that time, that's how we truly enjoy it by being there, being in that moment and very difficult to do in our distracted day and age, but opportunity is there all around. And so figuring out ways that you can get connected to that moment and be present in that moment. And that's by things that I do are getting out in nature, going down to the beach, going out into a forest, going onto a mountain, something in nature that's already in creation because creation is just already honoring and glorifying God. So if we can bask ourselves and put ourselves in that place, inevitably we become connected to nature because it's a creation of God as we are creations of God. And then taking it further into the next one, when we are present with our relationships with people, we strengthen those relationships with people. When we're hanging out with people, are we truly there? Are we truly in the moment or are we disconnected by being on our phone when we're at the dinner table? Are we watching a movie together but not speaking to each other or being with each other? And I think it's just important to really take the time that when you're with people, eliminate the distractions, you know, put the phones down, put them on airplane mode, keep the TV off and just really connect with each other. Because that's how we're going to be able to strengthen our relationships. You see relationships just so all over the place nowadays. Divorce rates higher than ever. Marriage is failing. But it's because they've lost that connection. When they were younger, when they were dating, when they were courting, when they were first married, there was a connection that was there by being present together. They were present in those relationships. They were present with each other. But over time... A little yeast work through the dough, right? So it's like you let these small little compromises come in and take you out of being in that present moment with, with your people, then all of a sudden you become disconnected from that person. And I think even with ourselves, we become disconnected with ourselves when we distract ourselves and we're not in that present moment. We kind of lose sight of who we truly are by being distracted or being discouraged. And I'm going to dive into that here in a bit, but ultimately that's where it stems from is from that place. And I think if we can get back to being connected first with God and ourself, you know, love God, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. we can't give what we don't have. So if we're not receiving that love from the father, I can't hope to give that to someone else. 
So freely I have to receive that gift, that love, so freely I can give that love. And when we're connected with God, we connect with ourself because it, it unveils who we truly are in Christ. And once we get that revelation, then we can truly give ourselves to other people because we know exactly who we are. And it's hard to know who you really are until you spend time with yourself to discover yourself, to understand yourself, understand why God made you the way that he made you, and then give that out because there's a reason for that to be the light to this world, to impact people that no one else ever could. And then when we seek the presence of God, we become deeper connected to God. In James 4, 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Through Jesus and what we celebrated this past weekend, we're able to receive that cleansing and that purifying of our heart to keep us from settling and compromising to living a life that's below the calling that's been placed upon us. But it starts with us seeking that presence. When we truly seek the presence of God, it unlocks us to being present, and therefore being present, we are able to become connected same way with relationships, if we can discard and be intentional and be there in that moment with those people, with those friends, doing that thing, having that conversation, if we're both present in that conversation, not distracted by scrolling on something else, looking at a text message, but we're both face-to-face, eye-to-eye, having that conversation, we will remember that conversation because we're sharing a moment together. And when we're present in that moment, we become connected to that moment. And if there's another person in a relationship that we're connected with in that moment, we strengthen that relationship. So same when it comes to God. As we seek the presence of God which again, back to the beginning, Adam and Eve were with God in the presence of God, and then the disconnection came. That's all sin is, is a disconnection. So if we can compromise these disconnections, slowly we're getting more and more disconnected from God. But we're in alignment with God, we're able to seek that connection with God deeper and see that flow of heaven to earth in our life, moving, flowing, And what I wrote next was being in the moment is what activates the flow state. So when we're connected to the moment, when we're connected to God, when we're connected to that presence, we're activating the flow state, the flow of heaven to earth, but also the flow state in athletics. And what I've learned through skating is when I'm not distracted, when I'm not disconnected, when I am connected to my board, I'm able to operate at such a higher level. The flow state allows us to perform at our most optimal level discouragements and distractions come in. However, I did a little study in where the word and dis, the meaning behind dis, all it really means is the absence of. And so if there's an absence of courage, there's an opportunity to exercise courage. If there's an absence of traction, distraction, there's an opportunity to gain traction, to build momentum, Build momentum into that moment to create more moments, to create more opportunity, to create more power, to generate more life. And that's what we're able to do. Again, it goes back to in James, cleansing our hands, figuring out what's separating us from being connected to God right now. Is it some sort of habitual sin? Is it some little compromise? Is it some sort of distraction? purifying our hearts. My last message on pure decisions create pure power. Where in our heart are we impure? What impurities need to be refined in the fire 
That way we can exercise pure decisions to create pure power in our lives. There's that opportunity always when you're feeling that bit of a dis, disconnection. There's an opportunity to be connected. So if you're already experiencing a disconnection and you become aware of it, praise God, you're already setting yourself up to get connected because you've become aware that there is an absence of connection. Let's exercise a connection. How do we connect? That's through prayer. That's through worship. That's through getting in the word. That's through connecting to God however best you connect to him. Because if our relationship with God is good, out of the overflow of that, all our relationships are going to be beautiful. All our relationships are going to flourish. All our relationships are going to be connected. But it starts from that place of connecting first with God, our creator. And then we can connect with ourselves. And once we connected with ourselves, we can then give ourselves freely as we give given it shall be given unto you. If we're giving ourselves, we're going to be given back something for that. And that's not the reason we do it, but we give because he gave. Because he gave. Jesus came and gave us life and life to the full. I talked about it on my Easter message on Instagram. John 10, 10 sums it all up so beautifully. Thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your dreams. He wants to kill your joy, and he wants to destroy your life. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it to the full. But it all swings on that that hinge, may, that decision we have to make to follow Jesus, to really trust in the Lord with all of our heart, not lean on our understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. By acknowledging him, we connect with him, and he will make our path straight. That you may have life, that we may be connected to the life source, but we have to make the decision to connect where we're disconnected, opportunity, let's exercise connection. Let's exercise different things, different patterns that we can do to connect to the word by being in the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Let's connect to this word. Let's get this word so connected in us that we're able to be in that flow of generating heaven to earth through us. We are truly vessels here operating in a whole nother dimension. And when we become into that flow state, we're able to exceed. We're able to accelerate. My word for last year was dream. I am driven relentlessly expecting accelerated manifestation. I didn't even know I was going there, but a flow creates that dream. As we get into that flow state, we start to be driven. You get hungry. You get excited. You get fired up. You wake up with a passion. You wake up with the breath of life in your lungs, ready to experience life and life to the full. You're relentless. You get intentional. You start saying yes to what you need to say yes to and no to what you need to say no to because you're basing your decisions on your values, on the core values of a believer, on the opportunity to have the, the fruits of the spirit be the fruit of your life. It's so beautiful. That's what we're able to operate in. We get relentless toward the fruits of the Spirit. Man, we're going to start having an abundance in our life. Expecting. We get expectant to see what God's going to do next. You have been faithful in little. Now I will give you much. We get faithful in these little things. We start to expect these things to be massive and beautiful and amazing. But it starts with that faithfulness. To the faithful, he shows himself faithful. So if we can be faithful to God, he will be so faithful to us because that's his character accelerated. That's an opportunity to generate at a quicker level than the world is. 
you know, this time that the world's kind of on pause, jobs are all over the place, financial things are in crisis right now, we're able to accelerate in that moment. We're able to not experience a financial crisis, but a financial freedom because we're accelerating God's principles in our life. And the manifestation, that's just the unveiling. That's the receiving part, right? We're, we're manifesting what we're believing. We're seeing, believing, and praying, and seeing signs and wonders follow. That's the echo and amen of heaven in our lives. That's what we're able to operate in and see. As in Revelation, it talks about they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. The manifestation builds our testimony. The blood of the lamb, it's already been sacrificed. Jesus said, it is finished. It was done. We are reconciled to him. Opportunity for connection. What was disconnected, we have now the opportunity to connect with him through Christ. He's the extension cord from heaven to earth. And once we plug into that cord, lights flick on. Power comes in and we're able to operate. Boom. Heal people, bless people, love people, guide people, deliver people. Whatever they need, we can give them. Because we're conduits from heaven to earth through Christ. And it's so amazing. And I'm just reading in here more. God's just continuing to give me. But this is in Proverbs uh, chapter 14, verse 30. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Envy disconnects us. When we're looking and comparing ourselves to other people and what they have, we're not only rotting our bones physically, and you can already tell people literally have health issues from a bitter heart, from an envious heart. But a heart at peace gives life to the body. And it's beautiful that it says gives life to the body because the life of the body is in the blood. It talks about that. And boom, right here, peace. If peace gives life to the body, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. In John chapter 14, verse 27. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And that's incredible right there because peace he leaves with us. And then back to Proverbs saying, a heart at peace gives life to the body. So if we have peace in our heart and Jesus is giving us peace and it's declaring in Proverbs that peace gives life, <clears throat> then the peace is the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus is what gives us peace and what gives life to our heart. And that peace that he leaves with us, he does not give as the world gives. But he gives us that opportunity to receive that peace that he's given, to not let our hearts be troubled. But I love, again, how he talks about, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I will overcome the world. I have overcome the world. And that's what's absolutely incredible. Because that's just a little further on after he already says, do not let your hearts be troubled. He acknowledges that, hey, in this world, you will have trouble. John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In him again, we may have life. So this right here is already amening what it says in Proverbs. A heart at peace gives life to the bones. I have told you these things so that in me, in Christ, you may have peace you may have peace, which gives life to the heart. In this world, you will have trouble. He's acknowledging that we are in a troublesome world. There is trouble all around us. 
But before that, he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. It's on us to take heart, but take heart. If our hearts are troubled, again, there's an opportunity to exercise taking heart. I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world. We are called more than conquerors for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no more condemnation, so we get to break off that condemnation. We get to break off those strongholds, those chains, and we get to exercise taking heart, exercise courage, exercise gaining traction. So where that distraction is, the absence of traction, let's get some traction under us by setting ourselves up, teeing ourselves up, getting ready in the morning, starting with a psalm or a proverb or just diving into the word, prayer and worship, building our faith in the praying in the spirit, lifting ourselves up, building our faith. Again, we have the opportunity to connect with God every single day. As the word says, with God, all things are possible. So let's just align ourselves with God, connected to God, so that all things can be possible in our lives and that we're eliminating the ceilings that are there and that we start to dream again. We start to believe again. We start to see again. It starts with the dream and comes into our belief. And then we start to physically see that manifestation again. And we get to start to see God's flow in our lives, his love in our lives in a tangible way that we can give that to other people. This is such an opportunity that we're in right now with this whole season going on and fear just running rampant. Even still, we're a couple weeks into this thing now and people are still just as fearful. And it's like, that's going to cripple people. People don't even know what they're afraid of right now. So as believers, let's activate our faith to encourage and empower them to rise up. Let's continue to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the spirit so that we can receive that faith to give that faith, to give those words. I've been in such an interesting season personally in my life right now, but I've never felt a peace that I feel right now. And it's that peace that God's giving me so that in him I have peace. In this world, I will have trouble, but take heart, he has overcome the world. I've learned to take heart in such a different way but it's by making time for it, by setting aside time to connect, to connect to God. Firstly and foremostly, as we connect to God, draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. He's just looking for you. Back to the Garden of Eden, they were with God. They were in the presence of God. Sin came in and disconnected them from God. But God never left us nor forsook us, and he never will. So we have that opportunity to connect with him and bring him into our world. There's a reason you talk the way you talk. You like the things you like. The desires of your heart, God's given you. Develop those things. Connect those things with God and boom, see what he's going to do. I connected my skating to him and it's taken me beyond anything I could have ever asked or imagined. When I was a kid, I used to pray the prayer of Jabez every night before bed. My dad gave me that book. And it says, please bless me and enlarge my territory. 
My territory has been so enlarged and I'm so thankful for that. And the influence I've been able to generate by traveling all over the world on a skateboard. And now I'm able to speak truth into that because I've had the revelation. I've had the conviction. I've had the connection with God. All things are possible. And I want to connect other people to God. That's what we're called to do. That's what Jesus came to do is to connect us. If we are to imitate Christ, let's connect people to God. Let's help develop people. Let's help people develop their gifts to God so that that creates a flow in their lives, that creates a connection in their lives, that connects a peace in their life. Hope this encourages you guys. Still digging through a lot of this right now, but man, it's so good. It's so beautiful. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Choose peace today, not envy. If there's something you're envious about, be peaceful about that. Seek peace in that place. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the peacemakers. Let's make peace in those opportunities. Where there's envy, there's an opportunity for peace to be exercised because we're able to bless those people. And be thankful that those people are truly living something incredible and receive that for ourselves. Not in a frustrated, why are they there, I'm not way, but in a, God, wow, it's amazing that you're blessing them like that. You truly love your people. If we can, can get our heart changed, take heart, and get a new being transformed by the renewing of our mind, renewing our mind around those things, and have a heart that's at peace, we'll have life in our body. And if our body has life, then we're able to experience life at a whole new level. Boom, there we go. Hope this encouraged you guys. Just wanted to record this because that revelation was just bubbling up in me. And uh, man, it's amazing. Still going to keep digging this thing out. But wow, I'm excited for what God's doing, who he is, and how he's continuing to operate. And I just want to encourage you guys to get as connected to him in this time as you can. Because if we're connected to him, we'll be connected to people, we'll be connected to the world. And have the opportunity to reinstate that heaven to earth what God's calling us into. We'll be able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we could ask or imagine, but it starts from connection and that we would have the best relationships anyone could ever have with their friends, with their partners, in their business, in their physical life. Be connected to what you're doing. Be in the moment. Enjoy the present by being present. When we, are con- when we are present in the moment, we become connected to that moment. Connect to your moments. Connect to the moment that is here and now. Connect to this recording. Connect to what I'm saying. Because when we're present with that moment, we become connected to that moment. And then you can go back to that moment and remember. All throughout the word, it talks about remember. Remember. We can only remember what we're connected to. If we're disconnected from that moment, we can't remember that moment. But when we're present in our relationships, we strengthen our relationships. When we seek the presence of God, we become connected deeper to him. Connect deeper to God today. Let's draw near to him. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in and through us. Thank you for the opportunity that we have today. And we just connect to you to guide us, to lead us, and deliver us into everything that you're calling us into. In Jesus' name, amen.